This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95 and good afternoon. Hope you're all having a fantastic start to your week and excited to find out the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and all around the world. It's been such a nice weekend, beautiful weather right here in the UAE and it's it's such a good Monday, feels like one. But we've got lots and lots to share with you about what's happening in the tech world since headlines have definitely been kind of we could say circling around Donald Donald Trump and Elon Musk. We're talking everything meta and how they have officially decided to lift Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram bans. Officially, he is back on social media. Yes, now uh, former U.S. President Donald Trump is back on social media and it does, uh, you know, raise a lot of questions. But also, if you are banned anywhere else, not only Donald Trump get a green light, but you can get one too. Because Twitter does say that users will now be able to appeal account suspension. Yes, indeed. In the world of weird tech, we're talking everything turning text into music because Google has officially created a brand new AI that is able to do that. How does it work and what are the benefits of it? We're going to be getting into that in just a bit. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about Elon Musk and how he says a Chinese automaker will likely be second to Tesla and they work the smartest. Well... We know that is not the truth right now, as <laughs> Tesla is a lot of is under fire and their stock isn't doing that great. So maybe Tesla will no longer be the king of electric mobiles or autonomous vehicles. Ladies and gentlemen, four two one five. Let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about Meta is going to lift Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram ban. Daily digital news: bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the big Donald Trump, former U.S. president, and how he has now been reinstated or been lifted the Facebook and Instagram ban. Now, former U.S. president Donald Trump will be allowed back on social media networks like Facebook and Instagram, and that is after a long suspension. Now, we do know Twitter was the first to do it. They did lift the ban, and Twitter did reinstate uh, Donald Trump's account, but... He hasn't been using it yet, but now he says he does want to get back on social media and then did appeal to get that ban lifted. But again, he's back. <laughs> he is definitely back. And I think Kenny's very excited of for that because we've missed. I can't lie. I actually have missed his drama, but I haven't missed the misinformation that has spread because of him. So for those of you who don't know why Mr. Trump was actually indefinitely suspended, his posts were suspended because they were considered to be we could say they were intensifying the impact that a lot of supporters um, that have actually stormed the U.S. Capitol back on January 6th of 2021. They were very much incited because of him. Other popular social media networks like Twitter and even Snapchat and Reddit have also banned him. And so recently, Donald Trump came out, his lawyers actually came out and they asked for him to be reinstated. They said that, you know, the ban was supposedly indefinite, but realistically it was placed for two years and it's been two years already so they wanted him to basically end the suspension and meta has actually agreed we've seen the meta president of global affairs nick clegg come out in a statement and say that they will be ending the suspension of mr trump's 
Facebook and Instagram accounts in the coming weeks. And the move is a boon for Mr. Trump, who is now actually running for president for the third time, which also brings a lot of scrutiny by critics who believe that the political leader has not been held accountable for his role in the insurrection. And so Mr. Trump's return basically presents intensified threats to civil society and also an existential threat to the U.S. democracy as a whole. And they're very worried that turning Facebook and Instagram uh, into a pool of hate will only cause more damage and also increase the violence and extremism that we've seen in the country in the past years. Yes, now, uh, regardless of all the antics that Donald Trump has done, he is, at the end of the day, a politician. And Meta does believe that public should be able to hear from politicians online and free speech advocates also do agree. Now, we are looking at how, just like Oni did mention, if Mr. Trump does breach any policies again, he could be suspended for as long as two years. But he has yet to return to the platform, even though he has you know nearly 88 million followers on Twitter as well. So we don't know what is about to happen, but I do believe as soon as, you know, the dates come closer to the election, he will all of a sudden, you know, capitalize on his first tweet and hopefully try to win the hearts of Americans one more time and get elected as a U.S. president. Ladies and gentlemen, we did see also Donald Trump try to, you know, create his own (laughs) social network, the Truth Social Network, and uh, that wasn't the greatest idea of his. Now, he did have around 4.8 million followers on the platform, but Again, he didn't get much traction on that. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, and when we come back, we're talking all about Twitter and how they will let users be able to appeal account suspension. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. We've got updates on Twitter as a platform, but this time it's actually not revolving around Donald Trump or even Elon Musk alone. It's more revolving around users because Twitter has officially stated that users will be able to appeal account suspension. Now, the social media platform did say that moving forward, they will take less severe action in comparison to account suspension. Now, to kind of give you a little bit of a rundown on what has been happening, for the longest time, if someone, let's say, even if Twitter as a company or their moderation team question for a second that you were actually impersonating someone the first thing that they were going to do is suspend your account but now you'll actually be able to appeal the account suspension and be evaluated under the social media platforms new criteria for reinstatement which actually begin on the 1st of february yes and again uh, you know severe policy violations do include engaging in illegal content or even activity and that does inciting or threatening violence or even harm and engaging in targeted harassment of other users among others and again this is also a new criteria that uh, Omnia did mention but Twitter also went on and said that going forward it will take less severe action in comparison to account suspension and that is such as limiting the reach of tweets that violate its policies or even asking users to remove tweets before continuing to use the account now in December as well we knew that Elon Musk was under fire for suspending accounts of several journalists over a controversy on publishing public data about the billionaire's plane and he later then didn't did reinstate the accounts and you know we've seen how elon musk does want twitter to be the free speech platform where everything goes and everything works but at the same time uh, you know there has been a little bit of hypocrisy on when he banned people now at the same time you know, uh, I will agree with Elon Musk on something mm. that uh, when that bot or that person was, you know, stalking basically Elon Musk and stalking his airplane, his family, 
this could, you know, again, be a fear of security. And why is that? Because for those who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk is a billionaire. And when you're a billionaire, people want to hurt you. They want to harm you. So someone could easily kidnap his child and say, hey, you want your child back? Give me $500 million and I'll give him back. Right? So when that happens and you have someone stalking the whereabouts of your plane all the time, this is where it becomes a problem. So maybe, uh, you know, the free, you know, freedom of speech activists or advocates need to slow it down a little bit because some things just aren't, you know, ethical or moral. Uh, or moral. Absolutely. Now, there are, as you've mentioned, honey, many reasons why Twitter might suspend your account. It could be because of spam. Um, let's say a lot of accounts that are suspended are actually either plain fake or they're spammy. Other reasons are because your account security is at risk or because of tweets or behavior that you do online on the platform. But if you want to know more about how you can unsuspend your Twitter account starting from the 1st of February, first off, when you log into the account, you will see a prompt that will ask you to provide your phone number or confirm your email address then you can follow the instructions to get your account unsuspended now if you do see a message that states that your account is locked that means your account may be temporarily disabled in response to reports of spammy or abusive behavior it may not be fully uh, suspended just yet so you may be prevented let's say from tweeting from your account for a specific period of time or you may be asked to verify certain information about yourself before you go ahead and proceed another way is that you can go ahead and file for an appeal and they may be able to unsuspend your account in the case that Twitter as a team have made a mistake by suspending or locking your account. And all you got to do to do so is to log into the account that is suspended and then you can go ahead and open a new browser tab and file an appeal. So they are hopefully becoming a little bit more open-minded when it comes to things like this. But we would love to hear your thoughts. 4215, do you believe that Twitter is doing the right thing by suspending accounts and at the rate that they were doing it before introducing this brand new policy? 4215, we'll be taking a very short break. But when we come back, we've got lots and lots to share with you right here on the show. Check this out. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, Google's new AI turns text into music. Now, Google researchers have made an AI that can generate minute-long musical pieces from text fonts and even can transform a whistled or even hummed melody into other instruments similar to systems like Dolly and how it does generate images from written prompts. And Omni and I have actually tried <laughs> Dolly and TikTok actually uh, was one of the first platforms to kind of put that to a mass. Or you could write literally whatever you want and then the AI would generate an image. But now, let's say I want to go to Google and type in, hey, can you create a song that has something to do with future talk and technology and hand in Omnia's names are in it. So then the AI will create a song. I mean, musicians' jobs are now at stake because thinking about it, we used to think creative jobs were ones that are actually safe from artificial intelligence. And now AI is proving otherwise, whether it is, you know, photography or even creating images of or creating, let's say, a photograph of what you look like. We've all we've all seen how social media influencers have actually been posting pictures of what AI has generated from their pictures and they all look beautifully animated and now even music has become very much the new job for AI. Now whether it is a hummed melody that you've heard somewhere that has been stuck in your mind or any other instrument that you want to go ahead and create a music or let's say a song out of 
Now it is all possible by simply using Google's new artificial intelligence. Now, we've all seen the model Music LM. This is the new, we could say, child of Google that they are currently introducing. And even though you can't play around with it yourself, the company has uploaded a bunch of samples that they have produced by using the model. And let me tell you, the examples are actually pretty impressive. There are 30-second snippets of what sounds like actual songs created from paragraph-long descriptions that kind of prescribe the genre. So let's say you're thinking of jazz, you're thinking of... Um, wow, we're thinking of jazz or rap, you name it, you can go ahead and upload it or kind of describe what it is that you're looking for, the vibe, the specific instruments, let's say you love violin, you can go ahead and add it to the description, as well as uh, we've seen a lot much, or we could say much longer pieces, instead of just 30 seconds, we've seen five minute long pieces that are generated from one or two words, like let's say melodic techno. And a lot of people have actually been enjoying listening to them because now it's not as difficult to create, let's say, a song for a loved one or even a song for a specific purpose. A lot of people have different events that they want songs for. And now it's easily accessible uh, through Google's new AI that will hopefully soon be commercialized for anyone and everyone to use. Yes, and again, Omnia did mention a very good point. Uh, you know, when we talked about AI a couple years ago, a lot of people were saying that, yeah, AI will never take over the, you know, creative jobs, art, music, mm. speaking, <laughs> chatting. And now we are looking at a whole different scenario here. Now, with ChatGBT, by the way, it did just pass uh, the medical board exam in the U.S. Wow. <laughs> so uh, ChatGBT actually passed the exam to become a doctor. I have no words. So AI is obviously very smarter than us, much, much smarter than us. But the question is, ladies and gentlemen, what is next for AI? So now it's composing music. It just took the board exam to become a doctor. It can simulate human vocals. It can simulate human vocals as well. I wonder what, whose vocals they would combine. Probably Mariah Carey, <laughs> Beyonce. You know, they just do a huge collaboration to make the super voice, which could be 100% doable. We also do, do know that, you know, chat GBT, GPT can also program stuff for you. So we are looking at a very weird time. But ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about Elon Musk. Tech this out. Tech this out. It feels like every episode of Future Talk, we need to talk about Elon Musk in one way or another. Whether it is Twitter talk, whether it is... Tesla talk, you name it. But today we're actually talking about Elon Musk and how he came out in a statement and he said that a Chinese automaker will likely be will likely be second to Tesla because they work the smartest. Now, I have no doubt because we all know something about China. They will create something that is, we could say, almost a 99.9% copy of any original thing that you might ever think of and it will function near as good near as good there will always be drawbacks in my opinion but you know what elon if i if elon musk says when china is winning we gotta believe him <laughs> yes and uh, you're 100 right omnia because again we've seen that china you know uh, is trying to d dive into the automobile market when it does come to automated vehicles and electric vehicles mm -hmm. and elon musk said that chinese automaker is likely to be the closest competitor to tesla right now and he does say that the company is winning in China right now. Now, Tesla does have a number of challengers in China and the electrical vehicle space, including a slew of startups such as Neo, Xpeng, and Li Auto. 
Now, Tesla's biggest rival in China right now is Warren Buffett-backed automaker BYD. Now, last year alone, BYD sold 911,000 battery electric vehicles globally and a total of 1.8 million vehicles when factoring in plug-in hybrids. Tesla only delivered 1.3 million cars in total in 2022. So we are looking at more cars being sold by his competitor already. But Musk did answer a question about the competitive landscape for electric cars on Tesla's earnings just last Wednesday. And he did say the company's fired up about the future and, well, it's going to be great. Now, we do know that Elon Musk, uh, you know, obviously will hype his own company. He will not go out and say that, hey, we're doing horrible. <laughs> but also, we've seen a lot of automakers come to the pitch when it does come to automotive and uh, electric vehicles. And there's a lot of alternatives now. So is Tesla always going to be the big dog? That is the question. Now, this question is actually also being answered by Tesla because looking at it, their sales in China have actually been booming. Tesla Model 3 was the fifth best-selling new energy vehicle car in China back in 2022. And we've also seen that cars made by BYD and uh, other companies were actually selling more in 2022 uh, than any other year before, even at some point more than the Tesla Model 3. So Tesla's Model Y was actually the second best-selling electric sports utility vehicle in China behind a model from BYD. So we've definitely seen that uh, Tesla as a company, they have faced a number of challenges in China last year, including production disruptions at its Shanghai uh, factory because of the company's very strict COVID policies, which actually caused Tesla to go ahead and cut prices of its cars in China back in 2022, which has caused other countries around the world to also demand the same cut in, in price. So we've definitely seen that a lot of automakers are competing with Tesla, not only Chinese automakers, but also traditional car giants in the US and Europe as a whole. They all want a slice of the electric vehicle pie. Yes, and of course they want the slice of the electric vehicle pie because we do know a lot of countries around the world are trying to go zero emission soon. And even the UK does have a ban on uh, gas-powered vehicles in a couple of years now. So at one point in time, ladies and gentlemen, all of us will be mandatory to use an electric vehicle. Now the question is, who is going to capitalize on this new and rising market? 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. I think that neither of these companies will be the top dog. There will be a new top dog coming soon and going to take the market by storm. Keep it locked right here on Pulse95, taking a short break. But when we come back, the news does not stop. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. We're talking about an invention, a weird one that is actually going to kind of get parents to split in half <laughs> in terms of opinion um, there has been this new invention that a lot of people some are loving others are very weary about and it is a self-driving stroller yes you heard it right no longer do you have to push your child in their stroller because many people and inventors in specific have created autonomous strollers that they're not like ones that haven't been tested before no they have been tested before they come at a very very hefty price but the main aim behind them is to reduce parents stress or at least that's what the company claim claims to have it be the main aim i'm actually wondering how true that is because i don't think it's going to actually cause any decrease in stress i believe it's just going to cause more stress for the parents thinking about it because you know you, you have no control how the stroller is going to move your child i mean uh, it does sound like a recipe for disaster ladies and gentlemen it does come to you know not being able to control 
the stroller. Now, it does. Yeah, I don't know. You know, when they're in movies. Yeah. When there's a big steep hill and the roller. <laughs> stroller. Stroller is just rolling down the hill and then someone saves it. Yep. Superman. Mm. Sounds like something like this might happen, but. Would you me, put your? Would you trust? No. The uh, stroller. No. Oh, no okay. No. Hmm. I don't trust human beings. If I had a child, I would not trust a human being <laughs> to, uh, you know, take care of my, tr- uh, you know, my child. But, you know, the stroller is not just, you know, walking on its own. It is packed with sensors, motors, and AI. It is capable of driving itself when empty, and it does keep up with parents while they hold their infants and stopping automatically if it does go out of reach or encounters an obstacle. Now, not only that, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want, you know, what if someone wants to kidnap my kid, you know? <laughs> Now, electric motors also said uh, also do aid when manually pushing the 13.6 kilogram stroller, which is similar to an e-bike, assisting with inclines and automatically braking when going downhill. So that kind of also fixes the problem that Did I was talking about. Did you say 13.6 yes, kilogram 13 stroller? Yes, it's pretty big. 13 kilogram stroller. Putting yeah. this in a car feels like I'm putting another infant. An infant is not even 13 kilograms. Like, uh, I don't that, know. Uh, that's how heavy it is. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weighs more than your baby. I mean, the first thing from what I've heard, I don't have experience, but what I heard from other parents is that you want a stroller to be lightweight so that putting it in the car and getting it out of the car is not like a, like a workout. Mm-hmm. And so I can't even imagine. I mean, no, I don't like the weight of this stroller. But the stroller's name is actually Ella. It was created by a Canadian startup that goes by the name Glukskind. And they basically want this stroller to have a driver assist. So if you want to, you know, push the stroller yourself, you can. But if you also want it to be autonomous, you still can. Uh, Just like you mentioned, Hanny, the speed is capped at a maximum of just over four miles per hour and so the sensors on the handle ensure it is being held at all times when it's carrying an infant just so that they can comply with the safety regulations while it has an autonomous or automatic Mm -hmm. parking brake when it's stationary to kind of solve any runaway uh, pram issues. The stroller has space for up to six shopping bags, which is great for mothers. I don't know if you know this, but a lot of moms love taking a stroller with them because it's also, it doubles up as a a bag hanger (laughs) at the same time when you're out doing trips. Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, you're telling me I don't have any friends who are moms. So, uh, I mean, again, uh, I like that you think that this would be amazing for not only, you know, shit, you know, strolling through with your baby, but also to help you with groceries. But I personally, if I had a child, inshallah, I would not do that. Omnia? I don't think I would trust it, but I may use it for shopping bags. Who knows? It's, I mean, it comes I, in handy. I might, keep, I might push it myself, but I wouldn't yeah. just let it alone. It also comes with a smartphone app, so you can uh, sync the application with it and you can track the routes of your stroller. I'm just imagining, like, you put your child in the stroller and then you just ask it to take it to, like, X shop. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, you arrive at the shop. Your child is waiting for you in the stroller over there. It has also cameras within the stroller so that you can make sure that your child is still safe. You know, either they're sleeping, kind of like having a... What's it called? The camera in the room? Uh, I forgot. The camera that whenever the baby, oh, the baby monitor yes. in the room itself. So it's very similar. It also has white noise or a noise machine that can help the child fall asleep in the stroller. 
And it's very handy when it comes to instead of asking for a babysitter or having a lot of people actually uh, take, let's say, the helper at home with them outside so that she can push the stroller, make sure the child is okay. Now you have an autonomous vehicle that can help you do so. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, would you get a stroller like this for your little one? Share with us your thoughts. But this does conclude Future Talk for today. We truly hope that you've enjoyed this hour with us just as much as we did. And we cannot wait to be back with you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, we've got the halftime show kicking off in less than three minutes with the man himself, Ahmed Duri. He's going to be giving you a quick roundup on everything that is happening in the world of sports, mental health, as well as your physical health. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.